Hello and welcome to A Marvelous Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nick Johnston. I'm your other host, Noah Cecil. And I am the host that is in place of Jonah tonight, Grace Johnston. Replacement host. I am not, not, I'm not replacing him. Fill in. I'm fill filling in. in. Yes. We're filling. And we are going to be discussing episodes one through three of She-Hulk. One through three or two and three? One through three. Didn't you already do a one through three? Do episode one? Barely. We said She-Hulk four times in the episode. Did you? We definitely definitely told everybody what we were going to review. We didn't really talk about it, though. So we're going to be doing this in three episode chunks, so we're not doing nine She-Hulk episodes. Um, So we're going to be reviewing episodes one through three, and as we've discussed, there's not... A crazy amount of inf- it's mostly set up in yeah. episode one so we don't have to like dwell on episode one for no. 20 minutes or anything like that but we are going to be reviewing episodes one through three and uh initial reactions initial reactions uh i didn't know i know very little about hulk and even less about she hulk um i like where it has started. Um, I like the fourth wall breaks and the whole getting the powers from Don't worry the blood me. transfusion thing. I, or not blood transfusion, but... An accidental transfusion. An accidental transfusion, you know. Just well, blood touching blood. <laughs> Bloodborne illness. Um, yeah, I thought that was, that was interesting. Um... So we already covered this uh, in our initial reactions episode, um, but it's stayed true, so just going to mention it. Uh, the CG that we saw in the trailer and that everybody saw on the initial trailer uh, did not look like it was going to turn out very good. Uh, episodes one through three, still pretty much more impressed than I was with the trailer anyway. I, they've done better with stuff. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was done that way on purpose or if uh we i wasn't watching on a 4k television when i watched the trailer yeah didn't we watch the trailer on somebody's little phone i've watched it on phone i've watched it on this yeah we watched it on my ancient computer monitor but right and i don't know if it was a 4k trailer even like it wasn't like a fancy no and also they could have just been in the um you know, the touch-up stages when they release yeah. the trailer. You know, yeah. got a chance to... Sometimes you just gotta turn in whatever you got done. And <laughs> 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 Oof. That reminds me of, like, every paper I wrote in high school. Forgot to cross some T's and dot some I's, but it's okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a solid D-plus <laughs> paper. <laughs> and then it's... But you always knew that you got one revision, so they're like, oh, yeah, this is an A because you're turning in your completed... Thing, but you get to redo it, and you're like, "Oh, thank goodness, I was hoping for that." <laughs> but yeah, I th- I don't I don't know if it was like an ugly Sonic situation because like a lot of people speculated that, and I'm a firm believer of this as well. Um, that ugly Sonic was done on purpose so that when they did release the CG of it corrected, it made it look like, "Oh, we fixed it for the fans to make the fans happy," and the fans were happy about it, so it worked. When they Are you saying you think it was initially, like, they scooted up on purpose? 
Yeah, I think they made it look creepy. They gave him, like, human teeth, which was weird in the original trailers. I like to have human teeth. (laughs) And not only did that give it... George Washington never knew. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Too soon. Oh, yeah. Question mark. (laughs) Because, you know, 200 years is too soon. 300? I don't know. Who even pays attention? I don't know when he was born. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows history? All right. Anyway, back to... Episode one. Oh yeah, back to episode one. <laughs> the highlight of episode one for me was definitely their, or like her, you know, training to control her powers, which she's already got all figured out, and Hulk trying to one up her at everything. I, I think that was my big takeaway from episode one. That was the most fun part of it, anyway. Yeah, I love the part where um, where Banner is like doing the whole the sun's getting real low, the sun's going down, and she's like. What are you doing? And he's like, well, there, I had a couple of different strategies to get me to go back to normal, and that was one of them. <laughs> Natasha would say a poem. Uh, yeah, a lullaby. A lullaby. And she's like, why are you talking to me like I'm a horse? <laughs> Whoa, big boy. <laughs> she definitely mastered her powers a lot quicker than Banner did. Which, I don't know. Uh, I feel like you kind of need... A montage, and it, it's it's never cool to just be completely perfect at everything the first time. So I wish they would have done a, another minute with the montage of her struggling with something. Because like, what growth can she have if she's already per- she can perfect? That she's a superhero, which is what we've been getting set up for. It's like you're never gonna get a chance to be normal again. Oh, I'm gonna try it anyway, and then no more job and all the events of the later episodes. There's a question. Um, do we think by the end of a little bit early to be making predictions, but do we think that no she something. will be like full on She-Hulk all the time? Because I, I, I don't, I haven't read a bunch of her comics, but as far as I know, she pretty much stays as She-Hulk. Do you think she's gonna finally embrace it? I, I mean, yeah, hopefully. Well, I think she's going to end up having to, and I'm wondering if that's the setup that we're already seeing. Because they just tried to get, I don't know if it was a blood sample or whatever from her in episode three. Um, she's, she's always vulnerable when she's a human. She's not as She-Hulk, and she's still in control. Why would you, I mean, sure, you got to buy an extra heavy-duty bed and maybe a... Have your duty car to get you to and from work, but why would you not just be Hulk all the time? I don't know. There's something, something about just like kicking off your shoes and being human for a minute. Yeah. Like <laughs> it just seems like danger would always be waiting for you. Yeah. Like it is. For maybe us. maybe maybe always in public she's she Hulk, but like you're gonna ha- want to have you know time as a human. You know how people like and, shooting. Like blow darts at you when you try to take a bath, though, like because that's your only vulnerable time. That brings up an interesting question that popped into my head. Like, does she have to take two separate baths, like one or two separate showers? One is She Hulk and one is. is well, human? on that same note, uh, she said it was different metabolism when it's her, and I never. Is that true for the Hulk, too? Because I didn't see the actual Hulk movie. Like, is that the case? Like, can it go too long without Banner having food and he's, like, 
I mean, I he can't die. Well, but will he be all like woozy and weak too? Because he's got low blood sugar or whatever you'd blame that on. Oh. Sorry, it seemed that um, like when she was drinking as She Hulk, like it was affecting her normal body. So if she was eating as She Hulk, like I'm sure she would wake up in her human form and have like all right, just so be super full. Admittedly, here's my problem. Okay, I. I've never been a drinker, never really dealt with alcohol. I didn't think about the fact that they're in a bar and she was drinking. I, I missed that. I know that was part of that scene. I'm thinking back. I can see it now. But I thought she just waited too long to eat or something. Like, I thought it was a blood sugar thing, not a no, not it's, drinking it's, as a giant and then <laughs> <laughs> reverting back to normal size. It yes. Was, oof. Yeah. So on, on that front... You know, Hulk brings up the whole metabolism thing, which is really cool to get brought up because um, all the super soldiers, all the people that have the super strength and stuff, uh, like Wolverine, for instance, Wolverine can't get drunk, so he drinks all the time, pretty much, because the metabolism yeah, burns through it before he can get drunk. So it's interesting that that's introduced in She-Hulk. And with the food thing, we do see I mean, we haven't they don't loom on it, but in Ragnarok we do see Hulk eating food. You know okay. what I mean? So yeah, he doesn't like just that. starve himself when he's the Hulk. Well, see, I don't think that's comic accurate cuz I don't think comic Hulk had any need to eat. Well, Banner needs to eat, but I didn't think Hulk. How often did. do you see other people in comics eat? Like, think about it. Like, you I, don't I see people do the, normal like, things in comics. Like, go to the bathroom, eat. Like, hmm. I thought that was something like it was stated that he didn't need to do, and I don't hmm. have a reference for this. Most of my col- or comic knowledge, college knowledge, <laughs> college, college knowledge. knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> most of my comic book knowledge comes from like Cora and Reddit, and it's all opinionated. And somebody will say something and right. not back it up. I would one hundred percent take superhero one hundred and one or Marvel one hundred and one or comics one hundred and one in college. That'd be phenomenal. An essay I can get behind. Yeah. <laughs> that yes. wouldn't be a last second rough I, draft. I wrote my doctorate, my my uh, thesis. my thesis on uh, <laughs> whether or not Hulk needs to, needs eat, or to not. eat or not. Yeah, you can get into those poops are. Anyway, you <laughs> gross. You can get into ethics. Like comics are full of ethical questions economic questions um not history what am i thinking of uh social society like social political like psychological oh yeah well the whole background behind um civil war you know should the superheroes be under contract or whatever it's all all part of it so so episode episode two. Yeah, episode one's done. There's there's nothing left. We've milked every last drop out of it. <laughs> um, all right, I already kind of touched on it for episode two. Um, she was already I don't want to say warned, but it's already been foreshadowed that she 
her her normal life is over. Okay, this lawyer thing. She might find a way to make both work, but she's never going to be just a lawyer again. Yeah. She, and we watched that happen. I mean, we watched her lose her job. Then the next job she gets, uh, it's conditional. You know, she has to do exactly these things so she doesn't have the job. And those things have to do with her being She-Hulk. Like, I, that's taken over that normal part of her life. Yeah, she can no longer just be Jen Walters, whatever kind of attorney she was previously. Even at her family dinner. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, that's all anybody talked about. And I know, I mean, when you have something new in your life, you don't want people talking about. Like, I, I've been to one of those family dinners. It's not I mean, there, there was that one guy that was like, hey, you got fired. I got a raise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all got that friend, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Friend, cousin, some... We've got that person in our life. As everybody should. Oh, when when her dad, during that conversation, because it was all like, oh, he's got a job, congrats to him. It's blockbuster manager, whatever. Best Buy. Best Buy. Best Buy. Um, you should know better. When the dad invites her downstairs and says... I. I got a project for you or something. The first thing you see is the pool table. And I was like, is he seriously going to ask her to move? Man, I've been needing to move this pool table for <laughs> six years now. And I just it's haven't just gotten to it. Too heavy. So you didn't know if it was going to be a sagey dad moment or a comic relief moment. Yeah. And I, it, it's, it's funny because I enjoy that he was being that supportive dad, kind of like Kamala's dad. Right. Yes. But, so we're getting a lot of cool dads in the MCU. For sure. Um, That's where they all went. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we're sorry to any dads that... I think okay, mine listen. doesn't listen to my podcast. Because so. he doesn't support me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday. You can hear this and laugh like we did. Um, also, episode two. Um, like, I had the inner dialogue of is abomination actually innocent or you know should he be getting released and then i was like "Uh, i don't know i'm leaning towards he's actually still bad and she's gonna get a bad rap for helping free him and then we see the you know footage of him fighting with wong i'm like oh no that already answered my question i'm like i should probably remove that from my notes (laughs) and then we're back to no he's actually innocent it really wasn't his fault so yeah. I still don't know. I have a bad feeling about him. Got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> Back to Star Wars. Star Wars. And uh, Jen has Mark Ruffalo, or not Mark Ruffalo, but Hulk in her uh, uh, in her phone, and she calls him Fuzzball, which is a reference to Star Wars. Uh, uh, Laugh it up, Fuzzball. Chewbacca. Yeah. That's fitting. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, can we talk about She-Hulk, the name, for a second? Let's. Let's. So she's named by the media, as so many, so many superheroes are. You know, you have Spider-Man, what was, at least... What was Spider-Man's first draft? Yeah. Because I can't remember. Oh, we when he's introduced 
or he, what he wants to be introduced as in the in, in the, the fighting ring with the Tobey Maguire. In Tobey Maguire, he's uh, Bruce Gamble goes the Amazing Spider-Man reference the comics, and he goes, "Hey, I told you I'm the Human Spider." Well, <laughs> he's like, "That name sucks." That's <laughs> a terrible name. But so I think what frustrates Jen so much is that it's it's something that my dad is always like getting at is that in like women's sports it's always women's basketball women's golf women's whatever it's never men's basketball men's soccer yeah, like, men's, like somehow like, the original version of all these things was the men's even though it wasn't right like you know sports are like sports sports they're just sports like it shouldn't be gendered like that uh, and it's the hulk really isn't that great of a name to begin with like she hulk's just so lame it's, to be stuck with yeah. like uh, i i love that they use that to their advantage though because yeah she hulk is famously one of the worst marvel names and it's been the butt of a lot of jokes in the past but they couldn't change her name for the show because then they're not paying proper homage to the character so they go several times in episode two and then they carry it over to three of well i wouldn't have picked the name and it sounds ridiculous but i guess this is what i'm stuck with which is so meta and uh fourth wall breaky in its own right because in real life the name she hulk is really cheesy but yeah. they're stuck with it so so where where does the name hulk come from like what what is the entomology behind hulk is it just like you know a def like a, a descriptive term yeah like oh he's just one hulking guy like yeah strong bulky just a big hunk hunk not Hunky, but <laughs> like hunky Hulk. Uh, oh, the Incredible Hunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Incredible Sulk came up the other night. Who said yeah, it? Yes. Our our, pa our pastor yeah. said something about the Incredible Sulk. I want to say. Yeah. Well, because that was one of ours on our episode. One of the ones you asked if it was real or not. Yeah, and then what was funny is that when he said it in church, he'd be like, "Oh, that's kind of a clever name." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, I kind of thought so." And then I was like, "Well." Technically, when I looked it up, I didn't come up with that either, so... Okay. But, like, a... Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Carry on. I was just gonna say, like, a Hulk, in general, is, like, a big, bulky... Like, it's already a term. So it actually came from the word for cargo ship or fast ship? Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Interesting. I mean, he is fast. He's huge. Those were two. The, those cargo ships were one of the biggest and fastest moving things of their time. So I mean, what kind of checks out? What's the definition of Hulk? Because that's like the entomology. That's the origin. But like the, you know, uh, noun. Merriam-Webster's dictionary. An old ship stripped of fittings and permanently moored, especially for use as storage. Or formerly as a prison. And then definition two is a larger unwieldy boat or, or other ob object. Large large and unwieldy. That describes our Hulk. That, that checks out. Describes, yep. 
but not so much. I mean, I guess a little bit, Jen, but not yeah, so she's much. Not so, as much. I mean, she's big for a lady, but like, there's men that have that same physique, and that's just their normal build. Right. Her physique is definitely not as amped up as there's Hulk's. There's nothing unwielding about it. No. Except that hair, am I right? Just kind of like Amazonian looking. I love her hair. Like, if I could have her hair. The only problem I have is like, is it a little bit weird that her hair grows out when she changes when Hulk's does not? Yeah, that like is it, really weird. It grows out and is not tight curls like uh, Tatiana Maslany. Well, I'm trying to think back to like when we see Hulk in the Avengers the first time. Well, the Mark Ruffalo Hulk the first time. Does his hair change between Mark Ruffalo and Hulk? Like, I want to say that there's at least a little bit of a change. So somebody else on Reddit had the same question. His actually does shorten up, and hers gets longer. Okay, And they were okay. asking about why. I don't have a... Hmm. So, when you Hulk out, your hair changes, apparently. Obviously. Clearly. Oh, this does confirm, like, for anybody that was wavering on it before, because even me loving all of the MCU, I haven't known how canon the Incredible Hulk movie is. I know that some things we're supposed to know are canon, but this show kind of, like, confirms the canonosity, the canonness, the canon... <laughs> what The canon of the Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton. Yeah. And I do love the reference to that when uh, Mark Ruffalo... Or, Yes, Mark Ruffalo in the show is like, I feel like a completely different person. Like, literally, a totally new person. Oh, that's why you laughed. Okay. Yeah, I didn't catch that either. Yeah. Nerd. I was just like, I, I just thought that he was, like, re... Um, saying what Abomination, or whatever his real name is, was had just said in the, in the prison. I thought that I was just to call back to that, but... Oh, yeah, no. It's... it's Because he's the same actor as the Edward Norton Hulk. Uh, but she's like... He, he said um, specifically... Uh, yeah, I've changed so much, much since those days. You know, I'm a completely... I'm a completely different person. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's like a, I'm a completely new person, literally. <laughs> so. Okay, here's a question. Uh, you guys probably caught it. I did not. Uh... Was there any secondary reason why Wong took Abomination other than just for for training? Because I didn't know if that was like they're made up or going with this excuse, or if there was a different reason that he was actually fighting with them. It just doesn't seem like that would be something he would truly need to do. Well, we've... Okay. So, yes, there's the whole training thing. But I, I had to ask Nick about this... Um, when we watched the episode the first time. And uh, the first time we see... Well, not the first time. But we see Abomination and Wong fight in Shang-Chi. So we see that scene play out. And there could be a like a, a monetary something behind it that like 
not only is he getting his funding from his is it eight sister oh, wives soulmates, soulmates. <laughs> yes not only is he getting funding from his soulmates but he could have been putting some of that money aside you know from winning the fights or gotcha. whatever so now i don't know if i missed it but i don't know what connects wong and like how do, how does wong come up with the idea of like this person i've never met i'm gonna go break Wasn't him out of prison he wasn't one of the ones that we've seen in a previous movie, was he? Whom? Abomination. Was he only in the Incredible Hulk movie? I thought he had like a like an appearance in a post credit scene or something in one of them. I thought that was what connected those two. Well, what she was talking about with the Shang-Chi Abomination is in Shang-Chi um, like in the center of the movie like fighting in a cage match with Wong but it doesn't ever say how they met why so like I and some other people online have speculated that uh, Wong says that you don't make any money being Sorcerer Supreme or whatever so like they couldn't even afford a sandwich or something so the next time we see Wong or whatever, he's cage fighting. So we're like, oh, that's how he's getting mm. money because they don't get paid. They're like monks, essentially. So they're like, we can't even afford a sandwich. So I always thought that they were cage fighting for the money. Now, it might get explained further later, but I, don't, I just don't know how they met one another to even make that plan. Because yeah. he's been in prison supposedly since The Incredible Hulk in 2000. Eight. Didn't we see? I might be completely wrong. Like I, I have a feeling that I'm completely wrong. But didn't we see Abomination or sh- no? Never mind. Is Juggernaut in the Deadpool movie? Yeah, Deadpool too. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. And then actually, good. when I was thinking of the Spider-Man movie, I thought a lizard. I'm like, we saw Abomination. I'm like, no, that was not. Abomination. <laughs> <laughs> Those are different. They're both green, though, so it's close. <laughs> Every green, green Every I, green character is abomination. I figured I would just admit what actually happened there. My thought process. Uh, I figured it out pretty quick. But man, abomination really gets around. He's fought everybody. He's well, fought Deadpool. But that would have been the perfect connection, connecting him to Wong, because all of the Superman or not Superman, Spider-Man villains ended up like. Oh, good. Okay, I see what you're getting at now. Captured. Yep. Yeah. So that I thought for a second that was when they met. And it, it makes sense. That part does that does track if that were the case. The the No Way Home reference in episode three from Wong, where he's like, "No more forgetting spells. <laughs> it's okay. terribly messy. It never works." I said, uh, "Not erasing memories. Not again." And then I put in parentheses, how does he know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> how does he remember the erasing of memories? Yeah, and it, it seemed like one of, or, uh, one of those things you would do like with your friends, trying to get them to ask what happened. Because like, he, he said it like three, four times, and nobody was insistent on it. You know what I mean? He brought it up about the fact that they should not do it, and then said it like two more times. Yeah. Hmm. Like, yeah, no, definitely that's not definitely not doing that. Like, that was never the plan. Yeah, but we're not doing it. <laughs> you know what I know? I, I think... It's like reverse, or reverse psychology. Touche. Yeah. 
I with with that, I think that the only <laughs> trick is that people forget Peter Parker. So I think Doctor Strange and Wong both know that they did it, that all of these Spider-Man villains came through and all that stuff, but they have no idea who the person is that they made forget. That's, yeah. As far as I know, everybody remembers that Spider-Man exists, just not who it is or that Peter Parker exists at all. Right. Yeah. Tricky. So. So. Um, Abomination. I made a connection with uh, Wanda and... uh, Wanda and... What's his name? Doctor Strange. That scene where um, Wanda is like, you do this and you're a hero. I do it and I'm the villain. And Abomination had, like, the exact same lines when he's talking about, like, you know... Well, not the exact, but when he's talking about the super soldier serum, like... How he he thought he was going to be a good guy, you know, doing a good thing. Yeah, he's like, this was was government orders to take down the Hulk. Like, I did this, and what, I'm a villain now, and there's the Hulk, and he's heralded as a hero. There's a reference to all of our veterans and stuff that came back and got spit on after Vietnam and stuff. Well, I... That might actually be a parallel they're going for there. I mean, it's a real subtle reference that's not going to rile anybody, I think. But right. it, That was very interesting because it does make you think, like, Hulk never got arrested for all of his things. It's a, it's a one yeah. for one. It's because he was part of the Avengers team. Why would he? But everybody was, I don't know, everybody was really mad at him. And then all of a sudden he's taking selfies with kids and they're completely fine so yeah, I do. Most of the time, I don't sympathize with the villains, but like at this point, I was like, okay, he was told to do this by the government. That should be a safe right there. And then going crazy, yeah, Hulk's gone crazy and destroyed cities before, and for some reason, he hasn't wound up in prison. So yeah, it's probably because he's less scary looking, maybe. Yeah, he doesn't have gills. <laughs> Andy won. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> the heroes get to write the history books. Yeah. yeah, that's usually true. Well, except for the case of the markup. But we're not getting into that topic. Um, um, so I was waiting for... I'm sorry if I cut you off. No, it's fine. I was looking like, at my notes trying to figure out what to say next. Um, so I was waiting the whole time Wong was in there, you know, testifying or whatever, for someone to be like, wait a second, are you confessing to a crime, like, at, as somebody else's witness? And then they did that, and he's like, ah, I must depart. And that was my favorite part of that episode. Yeah. <laughs> I must depart. Just <laughs> Yes. I, Convenient. I wish I had those sorts of powers and just be like, oh, yeah, bye. None of you know where I live, and I can go oh, wherever I want at any Oof. time. <laughs> I, I wrote down, is Wong a criminal now? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's gonna, There's going to be wanted posters. He's snuck his way into almost everything in Phase 4. Yeah, He's fantastic. <laughs> I, I'm fine with it. He is fantastic, Phase 4. <sighs> so, um... I love the fourth wall break of, like... We're not doing a cameo every episode. And then she, like, lists every cameo in the episodes. 
and she's like, wait a minute. Well, don't forget who the main character in the show is or whatever. <laughs> I missed that part. Which, that was in episode three, this last episode. Yeah, I missed it. Um, I thought that was funny because all of the fourth wall breaks, much like Deadpool, are very, like, talking about the fans. Because a lot of the fans in the past, in this new phase, have just been worried about cameos. So, like, No Way Home, everybody was like, how many people from the old... Spider-Man movies are going to be in it. And then Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, and I fell into this as well. I was like, man, who are we going to see in Multiverse of Madness? And we did get to see, you know, Professor X and someone from the What If cartoon and... John Krasinski. John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Like, we got a bunch of cool cameos. So when people started seeing, like the trailers for She-Hulk, they're like, oh, this person's going to be in it? This person's going to be in it? And it kind of overshadows the fact that it's She-Hulk's show. <laughs> so it's more... There, it's uh, There's a word for it besides just being meta. Like, it's... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't help you out there. I can't think of the word. Will you rescue him from that tiny hair that's hanging off of his... Oh, I think you got it. It was hanging down from your eyebrow, like, and I'm watching it do this in front of your eye, and I don't know how you can't see it, but I can. <laughs> Just, like, do, do, There's do, a lot of things do. on my glasses that I can ignore. <laughs> I just, I figured it would tickle, like, at least. <laughs> Must not have been touching it. wagging like a cat's tail. Okay, so, the, uh, professionals of G, L, K, and H are very unprofessional. Like... He fires her at a bar when she's drunk, and then I don't I, I don't remember if it's the same representative or if it's a different guy from the same firm, but again at a bar he goes hey you have a job start Monday like I'm both times like she's out drinking like is that normal professionalism am I just like missing something. And what a gutsy move it is to fire somebody that you know can just throw you to outer space <laughs> in a bar when their powers activate from them getting angry. Like, I'm sorry, but all the drunks in my life are very angry people. I just... <laughs> I, I'm not that gutsy. Like, uh, I'm a, I don't... I for some reason thought that she got fired from her regular law firm and then was hired by a superhero law firm. I thought it was a separate guy. Oh, no. It's all the same law firm. It's GLK and H, which I wonder what that stands for, but it's it's the same law firm. So the same guy f fired her that hired her? Yeah. Either the same guy or, you know, there's the GLK and H, so it could be the and H, you know, the GLK could have fired her, and the and H could have rehired her. S on our Facebook group, I made a meme that was like, oh, we're getting a lot of uh, uh, toxic bosses in Phase 4 with Moon Knight's uh, Donna. Oh. That was, like, terrible. And then this one's like, not only am I gonna sign you up with somebody that tried to kill your cousin, which I don't think is realistic because there's a conflict of interest there. 
Um, but he also was like, yeah, uh, fire this person. Ed's going to Milwaukee because I've heard he hates the cold. Like, he's... <laughs> and he's like, if you don't take this case, I'm firing you. If you don't keep your body as She-Hulk, I'm firing you. Like, he's a terrible boss. Yeah. So, I... I don't know how that's gonna go later. I don't know what if the law firm is, like, a good law firm or not, I guess. I don't know if they're, like, a bad... Oh, like, the law firms that only represent prisoners or the law firms that, like, usually only represent, like, evil corporate companies that just want to take your money. Yeah, I can't tell what the end game is with the law firm, if they're good or bad. So, this brings into question... Um, is, so we know that Matt Murdock is supposed to show up, Daredevil. Do we think that he's going to show up as Daredevil or as a, an opposing or as a supporting counsel, like lawyers? I feel like definitely as Daredevil via whatever, commercials, whatever. But I do not know if they're going to introduce him as on... It might be against her, I want to say, because what other... How else would you have two good lawyers? You know what I mean? Well, see, that... It's like one of those teaming up things, you know? And also, they're in, what, L.A., right? Like, She-Hulk is in L.A., and Matt Murdock is in New York. Hmm. Well, so, why would they... Anyway, questions, questions. Now, the only connecting thing that I know of that was mentioned in the episode between L.A. and New York is when what the, the super arrogant guy, like the guy that just thinks he's all oh, that yeah, in a bag yeah. of chips... Said he was a New York 10 and LA 11 or something like that. That was the only time that those two things were mentioned. So I think he's the one that draws. That would be Could interesting. Be that would be in, that would be a way to. Obviously, like, he's lived in both places. Connect them. Would be like if he needed someone from his home in New York to represent him, and then someone in LA. To represent him, and then Maybe they're both the representing what, what crime. He'll uh, be accused of next. <laughs> so <laughs> probably just, something stupid. So it's just this guy is gonna be. He he is all of the cases. He's a nutcase. Yeah, I don't know what excuse they're gonna have for bringing him over, but I do think. I feel like it's gonna be the the stereotypical trope. Of they're against each other at first, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we're all." here for the greater good or whatever, you know, something like that. Um, I want them to work together just because they're both, like, superheroes that are lawyers, which, what are the chances there? I'm just wondering how they're going to connect yeah. those two. And but I really wanted Matt Murdock to, you know, show up as Daredevil with Spider-Man, too, but he just had a miniature cameo as a lawyer. For now. For now. More on that later. 
<sighs> I'm tapped out on notes. Um, if you guys have more to talk about, like I'm happy to discuss. I just don't have anything else to add to the conversation. Um, just a, a quick connection. Uh, She-Hulk in episode two removes her heels before turning into She-Hulk, and Abomination removes his Crocs before he becomes Abomination. So I thought that that was very subtle and kind of funny. Can't ruin those shoes. Those are good shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so what if you blow the rest of your clothes off, but the shoes? The shoes, that must man. Get expensive. Those, are, those you can wear multiple times a week. Um, I love how they boiled down Wong to Sorcerer Supreme or Librarian. Yeah. I, I love that he almost has a, a very deep cut pot from a podcast, uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern. But he starts going through this long list of, I am a Wong, Sorcerer Supreme, Master <laughs> of the Mystic Arts, and also Library. Like there's, I think there's one other thing in there or something like that. But it was, like, a long list. And that just reminds me of Usador, Wizard of the Twelve from Ephesius, Master of Light. Like, it goes on for a long time. He has a very long name. Super deep cut. But anyway. <laughs> Check out Hello from the Magic Tavern. It's a great podcast. Yeah. Um, and I really don't have much more. I, I love... I love... Uh, I just forgot his name, his real name in real life, but the guy who plays Abomination. Oh, no idea. Oh, you've been saying... Oh, never mind, you've been saying the other name wrong. I, yeah, but I've also... I thought I've said... Um, Emil Jablonski is, like, his name in the show, I want to say. Jablonski? Blonsky? Emil, Emil Blonsky. Blonsky. Oh, Tim Roth. Mm. I've really enjoyed Tim Roth. Kind of like... Uh, he reminds me of the guy who plays the Mandarin. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, just, I'm just an actor. Don't hurt me. Like, it's all just a front. I'm not really a bad guy. But, yeah, I just, I, I've enjoyed him in the show. And I have Pug is great. I want to say Pug is going to be, like, the, it's Murdoch and, um. Nelson. Nelson and Murdoch. So, like, I wonder if her second... No, she has the girlfriend as her second in command. Yeah. But I like Pug, the guy that was representing yeah. the creepy guy. Yeah. It's a fun nickname. And, and it's not somehow, based off of weight. No, and somehow it's better than his actual last name. Yeah. I would just... Like, I'm sorry, I do not like pugs as a dog. Like, I don't oh. I don't want them dead or anything. I just, I would never, <laughs> I don't want one. That has <laughs> to really quickly. stay over on the other side of the room. They look like ugly little alien things. <laughs> sorry if you have a pug. But, <laughs> somehow, that is still a better nickname <laughs> than having that for a last name, just because it's hard to say. It's kind of cute, too. It's like a cute pet name that is 100% pet if, name. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like if I had a friend with a last name like that, that's for sure his la that's for sure his nickname. Oh, no yeah. matter what. I'm gonna be like, hey Pug Pug, what's up? Um So I think the only other thing I have is like Wong is in everything, love it. I love Wong. Wong has his own <laughs> Stop. Stop, please. <laughs> I love Wong. <laughs> I just wanted to let the world know today I'm coming out of the closet. I love Wong. Just <laughs> 
Fanboy didn't even tell me man, earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the long answer. <laughs> um, oh. You're welcome, world. Slash Noah. <laughs> oh! Last thing I have is the people she's fighting at the end of the episode is from the comics and they're really big in the comics but they're so cheesy of characters of villains they're called the wrecking crew so they they're called what they're called uh the guys that sing ymca yes (laughs) (laughs) young man oof they're they're really cheesy like in they have the That that didn't go as well as we'd hoped are they asgardian or do they just have Asgardian tech weapons? Or is it not even Asgardian weapons? So, is she made a joke like, oh, did you get steal these from an Asgardian construction worker or something? And they said yes or something like that. I didn't really catch what the joke was, but that was making reference to their first appearance in um, Thor. But they're big in the old comics. Like, these guys were in Secret Wars. These guys were in... Oh, a lot of stuff. Do you think they're going to come back for Secret Wars? I don't know. They've got pretty lame names individually, too. Mm-hmm. We got The Wrecker, Bulldozer, Pile Driver, and Thunderbolt. Pile Driver's not... It's not the worst one on the list. Thunderbolt. <laughs> that that one's bad. Well, <laughs> maybe he likes We've it. We've heard worse. An, an Enchanted Crowbar is ridiculous. And We're really it, grasping. There's only so many things left you can do. Yeah. But this was, like, they're, like, from the 60s. Like, they're old characters. 74 was their first appearance. 74? Okay. So, I'm not a comic book expert. I'm not either. I'm looking at Google. That, fortunately, was one of the first things that came up. Ah! But, yeah, the, the helmet, the magic helmet that looked, that's... I'm pretty sure it was something like uh, they got their... There was like an enchantress or something. Not the enchantress. um, Blessed these... uh, Like put a spell on these objects and gave them power. It's the enchantress from Beauty and the Beast. The one that curses the rose. It is Asgardian. And they were supposed to... It was supposed to be... It was Loki... I think it was like Morgan Morgan Le Fay or something blessed these thinking that they were for Loki or something and then these guys got them. Why would you give them to Loki anyway? I have no idea. I don't know much about them. I just know Wrecking Crew is big. They're big Spider-Man villains. They're big... Punisher. Yeah, pretty much all the ground level characters. And I think they've even done... Uh... They've been around in the comics for sure. They get around. They get around. Unfortunately, they're very lame characters. <laughs> um, I don't know who their boss is though. Um, I think that it's the guy that the mom brings up. That's like, oh honey, I gave out your phone number to this guy who wants to become a superhero. Which would be a crazy callback. Yeah. So that's actually really cool. If that were the case, it's gonna blow my mind because <laughs> I didn't even see that coming. We find out that that friend is, like, some super mega crazy rich person that, like, you know, I don't know. So, 
anyway. I didn't find anything cool or useful to contribute, so. That's fine. Um, we can speculate later who we think the boss is. Like, I have a couple bets, but I don't know for sure at right now, all. It's really just guessing, not really even inferring. It's just like throwing names at the wall and seeing who sticks. Yeah. Like and I, spaghetti noodles. Yep. Yep. Wet spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Did anyway. You, what? Do you have any plugs or anything we need to mention? Um. Yeah. Anything from our socials? Oh, thank you, by the way, all of you listeners out there. We really do appreciate your support. Um. Our Facebook numbers have grown. We are almost... We, we have 672 followers, and every time we post an episode, we're like, oh, we have another 100 followers. Oh, we have another 100 followers. Still only four reviews on Apple Podcasts. Oh, that's something I keep forgetting to say. Like, we would very much appreciate if you guys would rate and review us, um... Share us with your friends. Uh, write in to the show, and we'll like talk about what you guys have written in your guys's theories for the She-Hulk episode. Yeah, our episodes can actually be a lot more extensive and cohesive if our fans give us more to talk about. We but can add whole segments. True. Yeah, we will have what two weeks in between now and our next She-Hulk episode. So get in all of your theories um, between now and um, the 22nd. Wow, that is a long time. That is a long time. Yeah. So that means, like, how do you guys think we're going to see Daredevil? Who's in charge of the Wrecking Crew? Like, there's a lot of things we can speculate and guess on. So, and then you guys probably know more about the comics than some of us, so... Sure. Oh, uh, undoubtedly. <laughs> you know anything, you know more than I know. So, thank you to all of our new followers. This has been a marvelous podcast. Oh, yeah! Come <laughs> <laughs> on, man. What, what are we reviewing? Dang it. Uh, Noah would like to subconsciously add to please She-Hulk sub- smash that subscribe button. I totally botched it. We forgive you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, please She-Hulk smash that subscribe button. And this has been your friendly neighborhood podcast signing off. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.